0: Hey everyone, welcome back to Melanin and Miles. It's Janelle here, and this week I'm going to do a quick recap of my trip to Greece from a couple of weeks ago. This will be a two-part episode, so if you really like this week's episode, be sure to look out for next week's where I'll go into the other half of our trip. This week I'm going to do a quick explanation of the planning of our trip and what it was like being in Athens during our stay. So first, let's get into the planning planning was very untraditional not traditional at all like literally we got a notification for a cheap flight one day and my friend called me we talked and we booked it um that was pretty much all of the planning that went into it we didn't like book airbnbs we didn't book hotels we didn't book transportation nothing like that until maybe like a week before we actually went and even then Most of it, like the Airbnb was booked before we went, but the rest of the trip wasn't really planned until we had actually gotten there. I'll say we purchased our tickets, our flights, back in like March or April of this year, 2021, when Greece was just starting to open back up again to U.S. travelers from the pandemic. First, the flights were super cheap and we were just like, we gotta do it. I got mine for like $500 round trip from LAX which is very cheap, like, coming from the U.S., a whole other continent, all the way to Europe. Our flight was from September 3rd to September 13th, which, when we booked it, we figured, oh, we'll just, like, travel, hop, we'll see different countries, we'll do a lot of different things. So it didn't really seem like a bad investment. Like, the third Thursday 13th is 10 days, that is a long time to be in one place, but in the moment, we thought we'd be moving around. Now, we fast forward to like two weeks before our trip, we realize nothing has been planned and like we booked this flight all this time ago. We need to start figuring things out. Uh, But it was hard, you know, like my friend was living her life in North Carolina and I'm living mine in Oregon. And I also had just gotten back from a very long internship in French Polynesia. And I'm just sort of getting adapted back to life <laughs> I'm back home again. And it just it was it was hard to line our timing up and to still plan. And at the same time, the EU had been adding a lot of travel restrictions to U.S. travelers. Uh, certain countries, I know like France for sure, Italy too, I think are had increased a lot of their restrictions for us travelers you're not really allowed to just enter as easily anymore you need to quarantine for longer get more tests or maybe you're just not allowed to enter at all like a lot has been going on and our original idea for our trip is that we would try to country hop visit a bunch of Countries around the area, like Croatia, Turkey, etc. Or if that wasn't possible, we thought we would just visit a bunch of Greek islands, you know, um, do a tour around Greece, hop on a bunch of ferries. But like I said, life had happened. We didn't really have much time for planning. It was either becoming impossible or just way too expensive to do what we wanted to do with current COVID restrictions. Like I said, life was happening both ends. We never really found the time to plan our book. And At a certain point, we were just unsure if we were still going to go on the trip or if we should still go because, like I said, the EU had added a lot of restrictions and we were kind of nervous about that. However, Greece is Greece and, like, they are a part of the EU, but uh, restrictions were kind of up to each country on its own. And so Greece just did not add any crazy restrictions So we were like, okay, it seems like it's okay enough to go. You know, it's not, (laughs) Greece was still like on a like level four travel warning or something for U.S. citizens. But yeah, so we were just like, we're going to do it. At this point, we booked everything. We don't really want to change it. We don't want to cancel the trip. So we went for it. A couple of days later, we booked our Airbnb and it was actually pretty affordable. It's about like $400 to stay in Athens for 10 days. Uh, Like I said before, we did want to, like, travel around a bit, but it was just easier to just book something in Athens for the whole time, and we'll figure it out when we get there because, like I said, we had not been planning. There were some frustrations, though. Like I said before, we booked our flights months ago, back in, like, March and April, and my airline, which was Air Canada, had changed the timing of my flight a million times before we actually went and that became pretty frustrating at a certain point. And my friend was flying United and her flight times also changed a bunch. And then like the night before it was time to leave, her flight was just canceled. So that was a hassle, making sure she could get a flight at a reasonable time so we could kind of meet at the same time when we got there. It was just a lot going on. And then even when I got to the airport for my flight, it was delayed and it was stressful <laughs> it was a stressful time but in the end we got there and the planning process was horrible because we didn't really plan at all and it was honestly just to figure it out when we get there scenario because it was just too difficult to set expectations when things were changing all the time because of covid and clearly like the airlines were not getting it together either so we just we were just going with the flow it was one of those types of trips but now at a certain point we actually got to Greece and we were staying in Athens for most of the time on this trip we did travel a little bit but just in this episode I'm going to talk about Athens and make sure you listen out for the next part to hear about the other places we went Athens is a very beautiful place. Uh, there are plenty of things to do, lots of history and culture. Uh, just, like, a small list of, like, the historical cultural things that you can see, very touristy spots. There's, like, the Acropolis, the Parthenon, um, there's an archaeological museum, there's the Temple of Zeus, there's a museum for the Acropolis, there's an Olympic Stadium, there's so much like all the greek god things you read about in history books and you see in the movies clash of the titans all that you know there is some temple there's some museum there's some pillar or building or monument stone whatever in greece for you to see tons of it and it's a very like beautiful pretty thing to like learn about and take part of outside of that There are tons of other things like nightlife, food, beaches, etc. to visit. Nightlife definitely goes crazy. There's lots of rooftop bars, cheap drinks. You can party all night if you want to. Like, it's a it's a great place to be. And, like, during COVID, I thought lots of things would be shut down, which some things are definitely shut down. Like, some places music won't play past, like, 11 o'clock. There's, like, a curfew sort of in those areas. But then there's other squares that are just known for partying and are, like, starting to open back up and are definitely very lively right now. We booked a club crawl through Airbnb Experience and had a great time um the crawl included like three or four places each place you got like free shot free beer one place it was like unlimited sangria and beer just like free while you were there it was a it was a great place and like the clubs were nice music was popping people were there it was very nice and it was like lots of tourism you could clearly tell what's happening because we had met people from greece people from italy people from germany people from the netherlands belgium all over you're meeting people talking and socializing which is like a interesting thing to do after living for so long in a covid driven world anyway so nightlife was a very interesting thing food is also good i would say You do need to know the right spots, skip the touristy places, um, be like super careful on where you go, especially if it's in a big touristy spot, lots of people, because that food can be nasty as, hey, it can be very plain, like not good, just not worth it, don't go there. Um, there are some in the cut spots, there are some good spots in the touristy areas And obviously after being there for like so many days, we kind of learned like where we're not to go for the spots you're hitting, but, um, the food can be great, but it can also be horrible. And I think that's true for, I mean, that's true for anywhere, but Europe specifically, lots of places in Europe will have like unseasoned, unflavorful food. So you need to like, make sure you know where you're going and make sure you get the right stuff. Oh, and then I would definitely recommend like the seafood while you're there, especially if you're along the coast or on the islands, like, but we're talking about Athens specifically closer to the coast, get the seafood. It's really good. Very fresh. It's, it's amazing. Lots of good calamari, shrimp, uh, prawns, all of it. Delicious. Even the octopus. Delicious. Very good. I recommend, (laughs) highly recommend it. Outside of that, the other thing... Oh, the other thing to do is definitely beaches. Greece in general has, like, some of the most beautiful beaches in the world. Athens does have some pretty nice beaches. They... Most of them, I think, are free. But there are a couple that you pay, like, 10 or 5 euro or something to, to go. But, like, when you go, you get, like, a chair and an umbrella. The beaches weren't really that crowded. Um, it could be because it's, like, we're coming towards the end of the season. You know, it was September... Where, like summer is ending and also you know COVID pandemic not many people are out anymore but the beaches were definitely very nice other great things to do is shopping they have lots of lots of shopping obviously there's plenty of like smaller boutiques and like smaller local shops where they get tons of stuff that are local some things from France some stuff from Italy those Places are beautiful. I got tons of things: a beautiful dress, a purse, a couple other things from those places. And then there's still like the big major like fast fashion spots, like there's Zara, uh, Bershka, like uh, tons of other stores that are also fairly addicting and so wonderful to go through if <laughs> if you're very into shopping. Our itinerary it pretty much consisted of all those things I mentioned before. The first day, honestly, we just slept. Like, my flight was 15 hours. It was like 15 and a half hours. I didn't do anything that day. Uh, We just looked, uh, sat in the Airbnb, slept, watched TV. Um, our Airbnb was nice, it has like a sauna in it. So we were just using the amenities that we had in our own place. Then the next day we did some of like those history things, climb the Acropolis and saw the Parthenon. And in that night we did like some nightlife things. And then like, another day, we just spent the day at the beach, ate food, walked around, spent more time on the beach. and literally just like at the beach the whole day. Another day, we actually did tons of shopping, got our touristy, like, gifts for people back home, souvenirs, and then also just, like, went and shopped for ourselves. Like, I got some shoes, a dress, a purse, like, tons of stuff. And then one day, we actually did, like, a hop-on, hop-off bus tour, and those are so great because, like, you can see the whole city but that you can also like basically get free transportation. I mean, it's not free, you're paying like 20 bucks for a ticket, but like it's transportation around the entire city anyways. So it was cheaper than, you know, buying an Uber throughout the whole entire trip. And then another day we did like a wine tour, which was pretty cool. I got like a couple bottles of wine from them. I would definitely recommend doing a wine tour while you're in Greece, the wine is really good one and two like you're never going to get like you can order it while you're at home in the states but it's going to be very expensive doing that like to get it shipped here you're never going to get it that cheap while you're over there so you might as well just get it while you're there and then I guess the last thing I want to talk about is while there how transportation worked out because it can be expensive and Athens is a pretty big city it's not that easy to walk from place, from square to square. Like, once you're already in a certain part of the town and all you want to see is that square or that little area, it's definitely walkable. However, if you're trying to get from one side of the city to the other side, that could be a long walk. You could be walking for like an hour, like 45 minutes to an hour and a half, which is not always fun and definitely not what everyone wants to do in their free time. So, other options is public transportation. It is definitely very cheap and very easy to follow, but we barely used it while we were there just because COVID is real, COVID is scary, so we just weren't really trying to surround ourselves at all times around a bunch of other people like that. Other options included taxis, which are expensive but they are pretty much like private and you can just wear your mask with the driver other options are uber or other apps like that we use the b app and the uber app which is much cheaper than hailing a cab uh you can just you just need to make sure you have wi-fi or data and you can call the car and it'll be there when you need it only problem with that is that you can't schedule it so if you have to like catch a flight or something like that and you just want to make sure there's a ride available you can't necessarily use those apps to do that but you can call a private car which is better for things like airport transfer you can schedule it and it's still pretty affordable if you book with a decent company Uh, we used booking.com, which it would cost about 20 euro to go, like, one way, like, a certain direction. But depending what company you use, it could be more expensive. It could be less. And also, it just depends on how far out from the city you are or how close to things you are. Prices can also change. Our Airbnb was just relatively close to everything. Like, it was probably, like, a 30-minute walk to get to, like, the areas we wanted to be in, like, the National Archaeological Museum was, like, thirty minute, a 30-minute walk away, and so was, like, the hop-on, hop-off bus stop that we could take. So, that wasn't that far. It wasn't that bad, but it also was not something we were trying to do every day. So, um, we were definitely using Uber or, um, the B app just to get different places when we wanted to get there. I forget how you say it it's a square that's pretty close by it would be like a 5 euro uber ride but it would be like a two hour walk so that is just like one other option that we decided to take but overall athens was definitely a very nice place to be the actual planning of our trip wasn't that nice but we got there so that's all that matters um athens is just like another european city though so i wouldn't expect anything too wild or too different when you visit obviously the history and the culture is unique and very beautiful but it's not something insanely different like you're still gonna see the christian churches you're still gonna see a bunch of white people like it's not gonna be that crazy but i do recommend going i do recommend seeing the culture that part is still interesting and if you're kind of like a history buff history nerd you would you would fall in love with the area, you would fall in love with Greece, because that's a lot of what it is. Thank you so much for listening, and if you want to hear about the rest of our trip, make sure you tune into next week's episode, where I'll go into detail on the rest.